Give yourselves a hand for showing up in church today. Um, I want to spend just a few moments today talking to you about and reminding you of who you are. I don't know if most people know truly who they are in Christ. But if you know who you are in Christ, you can do what God called you to do in and through his power. It all starts with identification. Who are you? Have you ever thought about that? Who am I? Not way beyond my job, way beyond what I do for a living or my education. Who am I in Christ? And so today I want to share a message I've kind of called the power of your position. The power of your position. There's a great story. It's hidden in the Old Testament. It's probably not that familiar to anyone, but it's found in the Old Testament book of 2 Chronicles. Story tells us that war breaks out between two kings, the king Abijah and the king Jeroboam. King Abijah is leader of Judah. He gathers 400,000 warriors with him to face this battle. The king of Israel, Jeroboam, collects 800,000 warriors on his side, twice as many. The battle breaks out because King Jeroboam rebels against Solomon's son, Rehoboam, who took over the throne. Jeroboam gathers a group to overthrow this young, inexperienced king. Now the kingdom of God becomes divided between the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. The northern kingdom, Israel, and the southern kingdom, Judah. They're about to go to battle when King Abijah stands on Mount Zimmerim and asks this, do you really think you can stand against the kingdom of the Lord that is led by the descendants of David? You may have a vast army, but as for us, the Lord is our God and we have not abandoned him. Now, you got to drill into this verse because you can easily, oh man, the Lord's our God, we can't be defeated. But notice first what King Abijah is asking. He says, I'm going to give you two identifications. Number one, I'm part of the kingdom of the Lord. Number two, my position is I'm a descendant of King David. Friend, I think we have to come to grips with what lineage we come from in the family of God. We are children of the Most High God. That is our position. Long before we are ever ever see, or I guess, guess I should say it this way, it's more important for us to be seen as children of God than citizens of the United States. The Bible teaches our citizenship is not of this world. When's the last time you told yourself, I'm out of this world? I mean, come on now. Some of you are thinking, man, I don't know. How do I look today? You look out of this world. I don't know how smart I am. You're so smart. Your brain is out of this world. And some of you, that's true. <laughs> out of this world. King, Dave, King of Judah, King Abijah declares we're led by the descendants of David. In other words, we know our position I think sometimes in the church, we forget our position and who we are in Christ. Let me remind you today, there is power in your position in Christ. 
that you are not an accident, you are not ordinary, you are extraordinary because you are a son or daughter of the Most High God. You may be just like Abijah, facing a larger enemy. You may feel at times like you, you are in a losing battle. It may seem like all the cards are stacked against you. But hear me today. To the children of God, there is power in your position. Your position is strong. It is secure. If it's focused on who you are, not what you do or what you go through. See, so often we get so distracted with what I'm going through instead of reminding ourselves, who am I? Who am I in Christ? What has God called me to do? Your position is your status or your standing in God's kingdom. And your status is strong. Come on, look at somebody and say, I got status with God. Let me remind you today of your status in God's eyes. First scripture tells us you are children of the most high God. You are complete in Christ. You are the righteousness of God in and through the person called Jesus. You are a joint heir with Christ. That simply means what Jesus owns, you own. You are more than a conqueror. You cannot be defeated. You are God's ambassador representing him wherever you go. You are the head and not the tail. In other words, you are on top and never on the bottom. God has a purpose and a plan for your life so powerful that he calls you the light of the world. Scripture goes on to say you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. It also reminds us in Acts 1-8 that you have the full access to the power of God. You don't have limited access. You've got full access. 2 Peter 1.3 says you have everything you need to live a life of godliness and holiness. And Romans 8.33 reminds us today that you have been hand-selected and chosen by God. There is power in your position. See, the enemy can show up at your door with two times as many soldiers but that should not change your position. No matter what you go through, that should not change your declaration. Church, hear me today. You are too hot to handle and too cold to hold. You are a child of the Most High God. So back, back to the story. Uh, they're about to go to battle and as Abijah is giving his best version of a gladiator speech that he possibly could give. What we do in life echoes in eternity. <laughs> when he's given this speech to his troops, Jeroboam sends part of his army because he wants to ambush Judah when they're not looking. Judah, though, realizes it. And listen to this verse. At the sound of their battle cry, God defeated Jeroboam and all of Israel. At just the sound of the battle cry, the moment they said, ah! that was a terrible battle cry. Come on, what would yours be? What would your battle cry be? Give me a beer. That'll be some of yours, I'm sure. But your battle cry... I'm ready. 
at the sound of the battle cry, God sends the enemy in the opposite direction. You know why? Because your battle cry is fixated on your position. You cannot cry out in victory or for victory if you do not believe you are going to get victory. But when you believe that as a child of God you are positioned for victory, your cry won't be, Woo! Your cry might be, Let's go. Alright, so let me hear you. You're all making fun of me. Alright, I want to hear your battle cry on the count of three. And I want to hear everybody because I will call you out if you do not scream. One, two, three. I heard a lot of women in that one. Or just men who scream like women. I don't know what it is. So let's hear all the men today because you all were making fun of me on mine. Come on, men. One, two, three. I definitely still heard some women screaming in that one. All right, ladies, one, two, three. I wouldn't mess with those ladies, guys. Give them whatever they want for Christmas, Valentine's Day, because they will kill you. Notice what God needed in order to secure victory. He needed the sound of a position. They didn't scream from the position of fear. They screamed and shouted from the position of pre-planned victory. They knew who their God was. And when they screamed with that passion, all of a sudden the enemy went running in another direction. What enemy needs to hear your roar today? What enemy that you've been facing for what seems to be decades, weeks, months, years, whatever it is, needs to hear your victory cry? Let it out because God responds to a shout of victory. He responds to a shout of get ready. We're about to take this ground and go higher and deeper than we've ever gone before. The enemy runs when you declare your position. Here's what you have to learn. Your position must always be your profession. I'm sick. No, that's what you're going through. I'm broke. No, that's what you're experiencing. Your position is, I am a blood-bought child of the Most High God. No weapon formed against this person will prosper. God has given me overwhelming victory. You must know your position. Because if you don't know your position, when the money dries up, when your health runs sick, you're going to be like... (laughs) But when you're a child of God and something happens, you're like, bring it up. Bring it up. Because I am a son or daughter of the Most High God. There is not a demon in hell that can keep me from my destiny with God. But you can only know that if you know, say that if you know your position. Church, declare who you are. Remind hell who purchased your life. Remind sickness who can heal you. Remind debt where your finances come from. Remind your own self-doubt who loves you more than anyone else on this planet. Remind your fear who gives you power to live an overcoming life. Remind the loss and the pain who rebuilds you every single day. You are a child of God and there is power in that position. You're anointed and appointed by God. Called and equipped, inspired and identified as God's very 
own child. And that's why you have to first own your position. You've got to own who you are. Walk around like the person God made you to be, not the person the enemy's trying to get you to be. You're a child of God. God made you, designed you, handcrafted you with his very own mind. The complexities of who you are were designed by God. Own it. Own who you are. Too many believers walk around intimidated by life. No, own who God made you to be. Not who you used to be, but who you are today and who God is making you into. Come on, look at somebody and say, own it. Own it. Some of you didn't say it. Don't make me call you out. Don't make me call you out. Own it. So you may have only 50 bucks to your name, but that does not define you. You are worth the same thing to God as the person who has five gazillion dollars to his name. Money does not determine value. Success does not determine value. Your position determines your value. And if you're in alignment with God, your value has increased. Your value continues to climb with God. Position is never based on possessions. Position, I will. Position is never based on, did I hear that in my mind or did somebody say, say it again? Okay, I wasn't sure because I was thinking, it was faint, but was that in the back of my mind? Anyway, okay, that's what happens sometimes. Your position is not based on your possessions. If that was true, you would have to work for it. It's not based on that. Your position is based on a transfusion. There's a transfusion that happens. What do I mean by that? The moment you ask Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, you receive a new name, a new vision, a new direction, a new hope, a new identity, a new dream, a new outlook. Everything you once were is now transfused and transformed into what God has designed you to be. He takes your sinful nature and transfuses it with his new nature. The moment that happens with Jesus, you are now positioned. When you invite Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, you are placed in the right position. Come on, one more time. Say it loud and proud. Own it. Scripture declares this. In the same way you receive Jesus as our Lord and Messiah by faith, continue the journey of faith, progressing further into your union with him. Your spiritual roots go deep into his life as you are continually infused with strength, encouraged in every way. For Listen to this. For you are established in the faith you have absorbed and enriched by devotion to him. Church, you are established by God. It is firm and it is strong and you cannot be shaken. So the first thing you've got to do with your position is you've got to own your position. You've got to be able to say, hey, I'm owning that I am a child of God. I'm owning that I have his favor. I am owning that I am blessed coming in and blessed going out. I'm going to own who I am in and through the person called Jesus. Then you have to do something else. I also think you have to declare your position. 
I, there, are two, two, there are two groups of people that I think you have to declare to. The first is everybody. <laughs> Group number one. I am a child of God. <laughs> At work. I'm going to pray over my food. Amen. Why are you praying over your food? Because I am a child of God. At the doctor's office. Hey, I'm giving you, this is not a good update. Why are you smiling? I just gave you bad news. Because I am a child of God. Your spouse comes home and serves you divorce papers. And you're sitting here, hey, thanks for the freedom. You get an accident on the LIE, and the person that rears you in the backside is all upset, and they're like, why are you okay? I am a child of God. You just get your pink slip from your job, and you end up thanking your boss for the time you had. Why are you thanking me? I am a child of God. Does this make sense? It's making sense to seven of you. I think what needs to happen for us is we've got to state our position. We've got to declare who we are no matter what we experience. We've got to be able to say it loud and proud. I am a child of God. I know my position in Christ. I will not fear. I will not worry. I will not relent. I will not back down. You can't just own your position. You must declare your position. My mother, she used to come to all our football games growing up. She'd bring a big red megaphone. No joke. Only parent with a big red megaphone. And here's what she would yell in the microphone, in the, in the megaphone, not one of these, but she would, Break their legs. Mom, we're on offense. Uh, Mom, it's just a game. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about shouting who you are in Christ, through Christ. I am who God says I am. I don't always feel like that. Let's be honest. Come on, anybody ever, man, I, I, I'm in church. I am who God says I am, yes. And then you go home. And then the dishes are still in the sink. God, you said I'm a child of yours, that I'm blessed in every way, but I still got to do dishes when I go home. I think so often we allow this life to kind of redirect our thoughts and our declaration. I am loved by God. Well, anyone have days where you don't feel loved by God? That's why you have to declare it. Because the power of life and death rests in your tongue, in your mouth. Sometimes you have to remind your life, I am loved by God. I may not always feel loved, but I know I am loved. I am chosen. I am favored, blessed, and anointed. I am not second class. I am first class all the way. Ephesians 2.10 says, we are his masterpiece, created by God. 
That means you're one of a kind, special, anointed. Don't remain silent because your declaration reinforces your position. Your declaration reinforces your position. You cannot own it and hibernate at the same time. You must own it and declare it. You must own it and shout it to who? Some of you are paying attention. Good. Not only should you declare your position for everyone to hear, but second, you should declare it for yourself. Singers from the clan of Korah wrote this poem in Psalm 43. Psalm 43 includes several components, but I love the last verse. It includes a prayer of vindication from false accusations, honest dialogue about discouragement and pain. But at the end, they write this. Then I will say to my soul. Stay here. Then I will say to my soul. I am a child of God. What is your declaration? Not just to everybody else. What is your declaration to yourself? What are you telling yourself? Here's what they said to their soul. Do not be discouraged. Do not be disturbed, for I fully expect my Savior God to break through for me. Now, doesn't this sound like the other story? That they didn't shout their warrior tribe, well, we're going to lose this one, so <laughs> For I fully expect God to break through for me, then I'll have plenty of reasons to praise him all over again. See, when God brings you through, when God breaks through in your life, you've got a new reason to sing and celebrate and to passionately declare who God is and what he has done in your life. Let me ask you today, what are you saying to your soul? What message are you telling yourself that not even your spouse or those closest to you? Church, do not flood your own soul with negative self-talk. Sometimes you've got to do what I do. You've got to clap yourself up. I'm good. Man, I I love Jesus and man, I look good today. Y'all stop clapping. Sometimes you got to do what I do and you go into your bathroom. Yes, I am. Just in case you don't believe me. And you've got to look in the mirror and you've got to tell yourself, self, God loves me. God is for me. God is with me. God has anointed me. God has appointed me. God wants to use me. God is faithful. God has mercy that's new every morning. His faithfulness is great. His works are so powerful. I am the best looking person in this bathroom right now. And then when you get out here, you can say, a child of the most high God. It all starts in your private declaration. Did you all hear the toilet flush in there? You did, okay. I wasn't sure if that would work or not, but I'm glad you did. I wasn't just going backstage. I didn't do anything. You're all right. So I think sometimes we've got to go on a self-clap tangent because we don't hear it enough. Nobody comes up to us and say, man, great job being a parent. 
Hey, that was great the way you disciplined your child. Man, I, man the way you're managing your money, man. I'm so proud of you. We don't hear that stuff. So we got, man, I'm a great parent. Come on, parents, give yourselves a hand if you're a great parent. Man, you know, I'm faithful to my job. Give yourself a hand for being faithful to your job. Why does this feel so awkward to us? Because we have been taught that encouraging yourself is pride. But King David, the Bible says, encouraged himself in the Lord. The sons of Korah, what did they say? I said to my own soul, church, what do you need to tell your soul today? What message do you need to declare to your spirit today? Some of you are too busy telling yourself you're a failure that you can't see how good you really are. Some of you are so fixated on what you're going through that you can't realize that God has been bringing you through it. You are doing better than you think you are. And you ought to give yourselves a self-clap every day. You'll be like, man, I'm doing better than I think I am. I am chosen by God. I am talented. I mean, why do we find that so difficult for us to do? It usually comes down to The first thing, we haven't owned it. If you don't own it, you can't declare it to yourself. you got to own who you are first. You've got to own your position. And once you own your position, then you can declare your position. I'm a winner. I'm a champion. I'm an overcomer. Even when no one else is cheering you on, you go into your bathroom later today, you look in the mirror and you just do a little self-clap. And you clap yourself to life. You clap yourself into happy. You clap yourself into your own encouragement. What are you saying to your soul? What are you declaring to yourself? Speak to your soul because there is still power in your position. And that's why finally you have to learn to hold your position. No matter what enemies you face, no matter what mountains you have to climb, no matter what obstacles you will experience, hold your position. Because there will be times when you feel crushed, broken, alone, frustrated, wounded, and ignored. But hold your position. Those are your feelings. Feelings aren't right or wrong, they're just feelings. They're how you perceive what's happening in your life. See, the enemy uses opposition to try and get you out of your position. But your position in Christ is stronger than the opposition of the enemy. And the difference in position and opposition is two letters. O and P. Op. If you can eliminate the op, you still have your position. And even when you're facing opposition, you're strong still because I know that I know that I know that I have been selected by God. Your position in Christ is stronger than the opposition of the enemy. Scripture declares it this way. You can be certain that you belong to God. Another statement of your position and have conquered them for the one who is living in you is far greater than the one who is living in this world church notice what it says first understand this you belong to God you belong to God I belong to God 
Some of you need to do the self-clap with all of us today because you can't even do it by yourself. Right? I belong to God. I belong. Does that mess anybody else up? That the creator of the universe wants relationship with you and me? But he doesn't want just relationship. He wants commitment and ownership. We belong to God. And when you own that you belong to God, you can declare, I am a child of God. And when your declaration then comes face to face with opposition, your position holds you strong. Doesn't matter what the doctor says. Doesn't matter what the lawyer says. Doesn't matter what that person says. I will hold my position because I am a child of the Most High God. Greater is he that is in you. That's your position. And that statement of fact gives you victory over anything and everything. Church, that's good news. That is great news that my position is not based on my circumstances. My position is not based on critical people. My position isn't based on what's happening to me. My position is based on who lives within me. I am a child of God. Hold your position. When you get a bad doctor's report, hold your position. I belong to God. You lose your job, you get a pay cut, hold your position. I belong to God. Broken marriage, hold your position. You belong to God. Emotional scars, hold your position. You belong to God. You see, you plus God always equals victory. You plus God always equals victory. And I really believe this. If God's all you got, that's all you need. If all you got is God, That's all you need because you're going to own your position. You're going to declare your position and you will hold your position. Come on, church. There is power in your position in Christ. And I really believe this. There's not enough demons in hell that could stop one person who knows who they are in Jesus Christ. If you know who you are, hell trembles when you wake up in the morning. Mm. Don't make me sing to you today. I want every day that I wake up for hell to get a little scared. I don't want hell to roll back over and sleep when I wake up. Come on, church. I want, when I wake up, hell to hear this. I am a child of God. When hell throws its doubts in my own mind and insecurity, I am a child of God. When weapons come from friends and family and people in life, I am a child of God. When someone puts a note in the offering, move those barriers in the church. I am a child of God. When people complain because it's too loud in our auditorium, we worship loud because we are children of God. We are children of the Most High God. Put your shoulders back. Stick your chest out and declare your position. But before you declare it, you've got to own it. Own your position. Declare your position. And then when hell raises its voice against you, hold it strong. 
Because God, who is for you, is greater than any obstacle than this world could ever toss in your direction. Get ready, church, because hell can't stop a church that's filled with people who know who they are in and through the person called Jesus. Who are you? Who are you, church? Thank you. One person paid attention. Two people. Who are you, church? I am a child of God. One more time. I am a child of God. Think about that. You've declared it. And now guess what? You've served notice to hell. And hell's like, uh uh-oh. There's people in Comac. They've discovered who they are. Now don't abdicate. Own it, declare it, and hold your position. Would you close your eyes as we pray today?